first, <laughs> if you aren't already, you should download and subscribe to not only Maddie and the Cat in the podcast, but another ESPN podcast, Behind the Bets with Doug Kazarian. Doug takes you inside the world of Las Vegas with info straight from the odds makers themselves. Go download and subscribe to Behind the Bets and Maddie Nicaddy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now on the tee, it's Maddie and the Caddy. Here's Matt Barry and Michael Collins. The Friday edition and the recap of Maddie and the Caddy alongside the Caddy. Michael Collins. Shirt and tie three days in a row on the Maddie. Stop ruining it, man. You're messing up my image telling people that. <laughs> Let's start off there real quick. What's it like having to dress like an adult three consecutive days? Sucks. It absolutely. Listen, number one, I'm going to say this. The temperature and the weather up here and the gloom and doom in Bristol, Connecticut is exactly why I moved to Florida. The fact that it was not even five o'clock and it was pitch black, it was damp outside, it was overcast, rainy, and it's going to be 30 degrees in the morning is why I don't live up here. And then you tell me I got to put on a long sleeve shirt, a tie and pants. And you want to talk about hard, not being grumpy. Like people always, why are you always in such a good mood? Keep me up here long enough. And now I understand why there's so many bitter people around. All right, couple well, I, do do I make sense to you now? Does our relationship start adding up? But first of all, I now I understand sometimes why you're just so angry. <laughs> I find it mighty presumptuous of you to think that we would actually want you here in Bristol all the time. You, I understand feeling that way. Everybody else, man, so excited to see me. It's amazing how much attitude. It was so good. Everyone walking in, doing the live Twitter show, had Bucci on today, <laughs> was awesome. Rinaldi, we, we did a segment with Rinaldi, and at the end, nobody was crying. It was awesome. He was fun and engaging. And then I can't Taylor, believe Rinaldi even Taylor would, would... was making fun of the fact that he didn't have a jacket on, like a sport coat, and that you would be mad that he didn't have a sport coat on. <laughs> Are we wearing sport coats on Sunday? We'll get to the second round of the Masters here in a minute, but I want to make sure everything's cleared for Sunday. Am I wearing? Are we wearing sport coats on Sunday? Um, I you know because we're yeah we better. I don't know. I'm gonna. I tell you what. You know what I'm wearing? I'm wearing a golf. Well, no, I ain't gonna promise that. You you call it. What do you want to do? You want to wear a sport coat and a golf shirt, or do you want? No, I think that's like, a dopey look. Shut up, dude. I do that all the time, man. I'm aware. I make that look good. Like, you you? hate the bucket hat. But you know who says the bucket hat looks good when I'm walking around campus? Every guy and girl working up here, except you. So maybe you ain't got the fashion sense you think you got. (laughs) Who are you going to trust? Someone who dresses like me or someone you randomly run into on campus up here in Bristol, America? Someone I randomly run into up here because there's zero reason for them to actually stop what they're doing to say that they like my hat or the way that I'm dressed. There's zero, zero. Have you reason. seen? Just wrote again. We'll get to the call for a second. But have, <laughs> have you seen how people dress around here? Yes, you included, Mister Granimals. I understand in your world, giraffes have to go with giraffes, and. Crocodiles have to go with crocodiles. But in my world, it doesn't have to be that way. Like, you can actually bring some flavor and style 
and things don't have to like the blue blocks go with the blue blocks. Like, okay, I don't do that. And that's okay. So that's what we're calling your fashion flavor and style. All right. That's a perfect way to get into the, as expected, second round of the masters was delayed or suspended due to darkness as we expected. But a lot of guys that are in contention off the course Right now, it looks like there's a four-way tie for the lead. Abraham Answer, first-timer from Mexico. He's tied at nine under with Cameron Smith, Justin Thomas, and there's Dustin Johnson hanging out at nine under. Patrick Cantlay, a shot off the lead at eight under. Uh, Sungjae M at eight under. And John Rahm through 12 is at eight under. What stood out to you on Friday? Guys like Abraham Answer, um, who it's his first time, really surprised me. I know we had even mentioned Cameron Smith and the fact that if no one would be surprised if he played really well. I know a lot of the gambling uh, sites and podcasts and shows uh, mentioned Cameron Smith as a good value bet. Same with Patrick Cantlay. I love the fact that Justin Thomas, who didn't get a lot of uh, he didn't get a lot of talk going into. This Masters is now tied atop the leaderboard. And I like the fact that even he made fun of the fact that when he went into Butler Cabin, he was like, man, this is nice the first time I've been in here. So like, yeah. I like the attitude that he has um, going into the third and, and then the final round uh, of this Masters. I also, I'll tell you what, man. It's it's very true, and everyone has said it from jump, and it's proving to be true now. This golf course changes more from even forget day to day, from hour to hour. This golf course changes more than any other golf course these guys play, and it's funny to see the guys who are catching on to it and going with it, and the guys who are fighting it and struggling. And I'll yeah, say it, it again, Bryson DeChambeau. I told you, I told you that whole, he going to hit it forever. He going to show this golf course. Is it blah, 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 drive it. No Who one said does, that? No one, the Augusta National Golf Club does not care how far you hit the ball. They don't care. It's well, that's kind of a lie, but that, that, it's a it's second a, shot golf course. It always has been. Okay. But look at the guys who have won it in the past. Bubba Watson Hits it as far as anyone on tour. Tiger Woods. Like, these guys Bubba are bombing. his first green jacket because he hooked it 30 yards with a pitching wedge from the trees. And Louis yeah, Uche doesn't have a green jacket because he hit it in the same trees and couldn't hit a 30-yard slice like Bubba could with the hook out of there. You also got guys who want it like Zach Johnson and Mike Weir who can't hit it out of their shadows. So you that know that was what? a weird era though. That was the post. Yeah, that was the post Tiger How many Faldo can't hit it out of his shadow and couldn't back in the day either? And that, that dude was got the green jackets too. Look, I admire the stance you're trying to take on the anti Bryson DeChambeau train. He's just had a bad week. He got a bad break on three. He's one of those. He, look, he's the definition of hit or miss. That's what he. That's his style. And he's miss, 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 and he's out of contention. Yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you exactly why. Dustin Johnson's not exactly National a short right hitter. Loving, you know what they're loving about Bryson DeChambeau and where he's at? Augusta National is loving the fact that they have outlawed green reading books. 
because he is str- this dude missed a three footer for Eagle on eight. He hit it closer than anybody else, and his ball barely, barely caught a piece of the lip. It's a phenomenal shot. It was a phenomenal two shots. Great drive. Great second shot. Didn't even st- that was one of what David Duvall used to say to me when me and him played together. That putt looked great right up until you hit it. <laughs> yeah, it it was uh he's he's out of it. He's probably not gonna make the cut. I think the cut before they suspended play set right at even par. Uh Tiger through 10 is even for his round, had his first bogey of the tournament. He looks like he's laboring a little bit, but having said that, the fact that the lead's only nine under, if Tiger can get there let's call it six under by the end of his round, seven under by the end of this round, he's still very much in the conversation. I'm nervous about Tiger Woods because of the amount of holes he has to play tomorrow. It's not even where he's at right now. It, the, the, my biggest fear for Tiger is regardless of what he does from the 11th hole on coming in, my, my fear is how long is the break in between when he finishes and when he goes back out for his third round, and then that length of time and the temperature that is outside or wherever he's hanging, what does his back decide to do? Because no matter what his mind decides, his mind and his back are not in sync. <laughs> well, that was back. It's like, I'm out. That's it. That's what you and I talked about yesterday. Would you rather be the guy that gets the full 18 in? So he's getting the tournament that Dustin Johnson and some of those guys got this morning and Rory McIlroy, he was an absolute tire fire in the morning and then found a way to find his swing. He hit a ball on 13. That is one of the most left tee shots I've ever seen a world-class player hit. You know what his ball, his tee ball on 13 was the same tee shot that he hit on 10 when he was a kid and blew the lead at the masters. And that was chubby Rory. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, this one, skinny fit Rory hit a drive on 13 like Chubby Rory hit on 10 when he lost the Masters with his, at his first try. So I think Chubby Rory had more fun at golf, by the way. No, nah, I don't think so. Chubby Rory was just eating what he wanted, didn't give a damn, went out there, sent it, and won. I know, he still hit it 305. Now, fit Rory can, like, fly at 320 and stuff, but, you know, I don't think – Fit Rory can't putt like Chubby Rory. That's kind of ironic that the Chubby Rory could, he was making all kinds of putts and Fit Rory can't make nothing. That's a same thing happened with David Duvall. David Duvall, like when he was kind of chubby, that's when he, he was up there, got to world number one, one, and then got real skinny. He had a little pro got like, uh, what's that thing? We always feel like you're going to fall down. I always forget what that's called. Where you feel dizzy all the time. Yeah, vertigo. Like, he got vertigo when he got super-duper fit, you know? So it was like – but then once that happens, you can't go back to being chubby. Like, you just – you know, because you, you look in the mirror and you like the way you look too much. Then you're like, nah, I'm going to just figure this out because, you know, I, I like the body issue at ESPN. I totally <laughs> oh know God. what that's like. I have that shame. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you know that's what? I'm always I, happy. See? I'm always I happy. Think- I, I make all kinds of putts. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Can we agree that a Maddie and a Caddy calendar has to happen? Yeah, but see, here's the deal with the Maddie and the Caddy calendar. I'm the only one that's not afraid to go full Monty. Like naked? Yeah, I ain't scared. See? You're going- Look, just in saying that, even just by the fact that I mentioned it, 
I can hear your trepidation. Like, like naked? Like, like no clothes on? Yeah, no clothes. But naked. I ain't scared. Come on, let's do it. See? Yeah, but we want mass. We want mass distribution for this thing. Bro, do you know what made the movie The Full Monty so good? It's because it was Nudity? dudes that I've never put seen it, it out there. Right. Oh, well, there you go. You're not even comfortable watching that movie. There you go. So well, it's not a comfort you probably, thing. You probably haven't even it. seen Boogie Nights or you turn it off before the end. No, nah, big Boogie Nights fan. Oh, see? Well, there you go. And who, you don't who, even... <laughs> we're we're not going to go down the dirt giggler path. All right. <laughs> All right so... Back to golf. Back to golf. About... Back to dig, dig the long ball. <laughs> Back to the real driver and title is balls. All right. Um, so let's go. Here's what I'm going to do because I know both of us have TV obligations here coming up. We're taping this right after the it went to darkness at Augusta National. I'm going to start at the seven under crowd. Okay, at seven right. under, Ustazen, Pan, Rose, Fleetwood, and Masters champ. It's great to see Danny Willett back on the front page of the leaderboard of the yes. seven under crowd. Who's the biggest threat? Uh, Usti. Okay. I, I would agree Usti with you. Usti the I'd... biggest threat, but you know who I picked to win, and he's one above what you just started at. And I yeah, love a go... guy. I love a guy who's at six under, but go. who's your number seven? Who do you love at seven? I, I, your six under, I guarantee, is Patrick Reed. My seven under is Justin Rose, just because he's got, I mean, former world number one Olympian major championship win. I think Justin Rose after the train wreck last year at Augusta National, I'd say he's Since the he one. Since he gave them Hanma irons back finally. I'd <laughs> say he's the seven under to watch. All right, eight under click. John Rahm, Hideki, Sung J.M., Patrick Cantley. Come on, bro. You, who'd I pick to win? John Rahm. Yeah, so my man's only one shot off the lead, bro. I'm All just right, saying. Hit. And he's got holes to play. Like, the, I love the fact that he's through number 12. So this dude is five under on the day and get, still got two par fives, and he gets to start the day on 13. I know. Whereas even if he misses that tee shot to the right, bang, sting a little layup down there, get up and down for birdie, make par as your worst, and then you still got two really scorable holes coming up. Yeah, if we're, if that we're going back. on 16 ain't changing, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. If we're going back to election night and we're trying to project winners based out of a certain group of shots that are left on the course, I'd say John Rahm projects nicely with 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, and just one shot off the lead. So I would agree with you. Watch out for Hideki as well. Four under through 15. He's a ball striking Judy. Uh, yeah, and there hasn't been any wind. So him hitting it high hasn't hurt him because the greens are soft. So it actually has helped him. And if and there's say, no wind coming, he's he – He's somebody to watch out for, except he's already – that putter already started getting a little, oh, oh, yeah. We still talking about golf? <laughs> and I'd still say, nervous about the calendar? <laughs> <laughs> and, I'd say, and that nine-under crowd, keep an eye out. Look, Justin Thomas and Dustin Johnson are going to put the fear of – God into Abraham Answer and Cameron Smith because those are just two world class players against two guys that have never been there before. DJ is, loves being ahead of Brooks since the two of them not boys anymore, and Justin Thomas loves now with the chip on his shoulder the fact that nobody was talking about him so he can play angry this whole weekend. Those two dudes, JT scares me more than Dustin scares me coming out of it, but I'm telling you. I know you hate that I talk about this guy all the time, but this week, Patrick Reed, 
He's won it once before in 2018, and he's another one at six under par. He's still got – when he gets over there at 730 in the morning, it's a 150-yard shot with no win to the 12th. And then he's got two par fives, very scorable par three, 16th, and 17 if you hit a good drive. Like, this dude is another one that if he Look, gets into contention, you think he's scared of any of these dudes? No. Nope. Not at all. Yeah. And look, we both know his caddy Kessler is a friend of the podcast and listens to the podcast. So he's good with us. Patrick Reed's always going to be in contention. We get it. He's got the stones to do it. All right. Quickly. Saturday, there won't be a recap because there's college football going on and all this other stuff, but we will do the Sunday show. <laughs> ah, college football. That's for Hey, I, I'm going to tell you something. You want to know why there isn't college football going on? And I'm why? not going to throw, I won't say who, but I'll just say, the reason that college football isn't going on this weekend is because of all the Halloween parties that were at colleges last week. Yeah, and way to go, Detective. It's not that hard to figure out. Okay, but nobody was <laughs> – no one say, oh, no one was talking no about that. No one's saying that? I, you want me to, I you want me to send you – I ain't heard that on college game day. I didn't hear oh. that on any of the shows. Well, leading one, in. college I'm game day is going to air tomorrow. Two, I know, and Rinaldi gave me a big tip on who the picker might be. Oh, I can tell you who it is. No, you can't. I can't? No, you can't. I know okay. you can't because it's still a work in progress. Okay. So. All right. And let me tell you something. Do you want me to send <laughs> you a clip of me on SportsCenter earlier in the week pointing to Halloween parties twice? Hey, man, let me ask you a question. You got a video of one of those college parties? Because I do. What so a there. perv. There you go. We're going to try. No! <laughs> you so ignorant. You're so My goodness, man. man. Not even like no, How are you going to be rolling like this? What? Hey. The bus. Wait a minute. How is, it, how is it as an in-depth journalist that gets sources that send him stuff that now by me having a video from a source, now that makes me a pervert? I think that makes me a good <laughs> journalist. I think you're just mad. Why are you trying to keep one up with me, bro? <laughs> the second that I attach journalist to your name is the second the whole free press has gone to hell. Do you understand it's 2020? We're in a COVID era right now. And yesterday <laughs> and on Thursday, Tiger Woods shot a, a bogey-free first round at the Masters. You know what? I'm suspending why are you this podcast anything due to that's going on in the world right now. I'm suspending this podcast due to darkness. That is your round <laughs> 2.5. Recap, we will get you guys Sunday when Sunday, we will put a jacket. Yeah. And Sunday, don't forget, Sunday is going to be a video podcast, too. Oh, that's big. Yeah. Sunday is going to be different. We're doing it as live Twitter, and it, it's a podcast, but it's also video. Like, we are bringing the heat. So maybe we should, I don't know. I tell you, I... I'm going to leave it up to you, Brock, since you're, you know, you're the one who's all, I'm not comfortable wearing this or I'm comfortable wearing that. Oh, don't show my near, don't show my naked back and my tramp stamp. <laughs> so you pick what we're wearing on Sunday. We've already seen, we've already <laughs> been through the tramp stamp conversation, Mike. You know what? I'm going to show up, right, I'll put, I'm going to show up ready for the calendar. Okay. Oh, look at you. GQ. All right, bro. Cool. All right. <laughs> Got to book my waxing for tomorrow for the caddy. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> <Colin. I'm>, <laughs> we'll catch you on Sunday when we crown a champion of the 84th Masters. Thanks for listening to Maddie and the Caddy. 
Check out more great ESPN podcasts in the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maddie and the Caddy.